0: stoner podcast what's good everybody i'm your host luke roland i'm with jacob chavusty who is or i'm with three core i'm with three quarters of jacob chavusty (laughs) you want to tell everyone what happened with you the lesson you learned today
1: bike accident (laughs) um whenever you're riding a street bike make sure that you avoid railroad tracks
0: (laughs) Yes. Or
1: you will fuck up your collarbone.
0: Do not guess, like, ride alongside the no, railroad do not, tracks. Do not
1: turn into them. Do not.
0: Do not fuck <laughs> around with do railroad not, track. Do not
1: fuck around The with only
0: them. safe way to go with a, with a railroad track is perpendicular. All yep. right.
1: That's the only way. It's the only way. Or you fuck up your collarbone. Yeah.
0: Railroad tracks are like women from your past. Okay. You only <laughs> interact with them like briefly, directly. If you fucking try to go alongside with him, if you try to just like see him at a turn or catch him at a weekend, you end up with a broken collarbone and you're just faceplaning on the street. And a broken heart. And a broken heart. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> a lot of stuff has been happening uh, this past week in the world that we're gonna talk about. Uh, because I have a news app and that's how I get that's how I get He's my information. <laughs> uh this is for the podcast, but also so that I can keep up to date with shit, because my people at work would be like, hey, Luke, did you see that assassination that happened last night? i would be like,
1: no, dude, I was too busy
0: playing Smash Bros, dude. Yeah. Assassination of browser. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the pro- President Biden signed a bill to fund the government through December 3rd, avoiding a federal shutdown before a midnight deadline. I love that the President of the United States has the same work ethic as a college student.
1: Yeah. It's like midnight. Like, (laughs) just barely
0: saving the U.S. government's entire financial, like, plan. Just at 11.55.
1: we love to hear it, though.
0: I mean, I've been doing that all my life, dude. I was born at 11.55 p.m. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I want a car like that, too. Uh... Yeah, dude. 362,000 people filed for unemployment in the United States last week, above economic estimates of 335,000 and rising for a third straight week in a row. It's more and more people it's are increasing. unemployed. Yeah, it's increasing. But people are saying that this is like more voluntary unemployment, where people are like choosing to either mooch off of the government or they're choosing to yeah, just dude, pursue their own shit. They
1: got shit. a little taste during COVID. They're like, wait, I don't have to work and get unemployment. Yeah. Cards? So it's like kind of, it's a
0: bittersweet thing. Like, I I don't think we're like going back into the depression. No. I think it's, if anything, I think it's either going to be like a new enlightenment or like a new dark ages. Uh, Depending on if you're like a half glass full, half glass empty type of person. Yeah. But I like to ride that edge. And then Facebook answered questions before a Senate panel yesterday on protecting children online amid ongoing scrutiny of the tech giant. Basically like... You know how Facebook were like trying to, um, they're trying to, ah, fuck, what's it called? They're trying to introduce this new app called Instagram Kids. But then everyone's like, why the fuck would you want to make Instagram for kids? It's already screwing up like our teens. Yeah, it's already fucked up. And then now Facebook is like, I'm sorry guys. (laughs) And now like they're like, it's like when you ask your parents like one thing and like that one thing turns into a giant lecture.
1: You're like, all right, I take back everything. It's like <laughs> when you're trying to tell a joke and they don't get the joke, and then you give you a lecture, you're like, okay. Dude,
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude one time I showed my dad a meme and I got grounded after that. Yeah,
1: literally.
0: And then on a positive note, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar will perform at the 2022 Super Bowl halftime show. Their
1: budget must be insane. Oh my god,
0: dude, that's gonna be and it's in that's gonna L.A. Be the best too halftime show ever. in fucking SoFi Stadium, that new ass There's shit. No way
1: you can ever beat that halftime
0: dude, show, dude. The Ravens have to go to the Super Bowl now, man. You still
1: gonna get go tickets? I'm
0: gonna go to the Super Bowl, dude. If if my favorite team is at a Super Bowl that is literally six hour drive away from me, I have family that lives in the city, and it's fucking I don't know how much money it costs, but I'll start saving now. <laughs> You know? That's it, buddy. Like, exactly. Yeah. I got... some birthday money. I got four months. Some birthday be, money. be
1: insane to go to the Super Bowl.
0: And hell, dude, my birthday's around the corner. Like, I've, i my My birthday's in the same month as that Super Bowl. So I can just, like... All funds just go right into the... The dream pot that is... Like you're gonna go. Well, the right it way. really depends on Lamar Jackson and... And the o- offensive line and the defense and... You know, shout out to John Harbaugh and the coaching staff and the runnings and all that. But a lot of factors. And also God himself. Really
1: just Lamar Jackson.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the brunt of it's all in Lamar Jackson's (laughs) shoulder.
1: He's controlling my dream.
0: Yes. But we got a great episode for you guys. We are talking a lot about brain activities. Make some games with the brain. Brain games. Mm. I would name the episode that, but that's copyright. So... I'll name the episode something else that's like a brain pun, okay, but brain. the fun <laughs> fact of the day is about neuroplasticity, which is basically we're gonna learn about learning, and then we have a debate over left brain versus right brain, who owns you know the block, which one is more dominant, and y'all gonna learn about that, debate it, have a good time, have a good life.
1: Yep, three sides of the coin. Fuck yeah,
0: three <laughs> sides of the coin. Stay tuned, y'all. Alright guys, we're doing a special weed review episode today, uh, where it is on a very special strain that has gone through a long and treacherous journey to get to this bowl today on the show. Uh, so to start off this journey, uh, this batch of marijuana I got was uh, lost in the abyss of my room for days and there were like five solid nugs that I was still uh, getting ready to smoke and they just disappeared one day while we were kind of like deep cleaning the living room and the weed just was gone. And I was, uh, I kind of panicked a little bit and uh, just like really tore up my room. Couldn't find it whatsoever. I was just like, you know what? I know this weed will just show up eventually. It's in the house. My roommates don't steal from me. They're good guys, and they all have their own badges anyway. So it'll just turn up when it needs to turn up. So then I went on with my life, moved on as one does. Can't get attached to the past too often. And then I was doing my laundry today, and I opened the dryer, and what did I find the first thing? that's inside the dryer a Ziploc bag that's air seal tight full of five nugs of just gorgeous gorgeous crystal clear cannabis and uh yeah that's what I'm gonna be smoking uh today is uh some weed that has been lost and gone through the laundry uh we're calling this the Tide bud challenge (laughs) or the tie nug challenge i'm not too sure yet whichever sounds better but i just beforehand i'm not doing this stupidly i'm looking at the weed right now and it looks perfectly fine the bag was sealed tight the nugs smell exactly like weed and not like bleach which is good and the bag's not even like wet it's all dry so I don't think the nugs were touched at all through the entire uh, tumbling process. But you know, maybe it'll affect the flavor, maybe we'll it won't. We'll see. I'm um, gonna just pack a bowl right here. I'm smoking out of a new piece that I got at a Arizona flea market. It is just a little tiny bong here uh, with all of the bat symbols on it from all of the iterations of Batman. Uh, some of the highlights He got the Batman Beyond Bat symbol got the bat Flax symbol got the bat uh, The Dark Knight Returns from the 1980s graphic novel. He got Batman the animated series. You even have the Dark Knight from uh, the Christopher Nolan and the classic 1989 Batman from the Tim Burton ones and the other cool thing is all of the bat symbols glow in the dark So this is actually serves double as my nightlight Which is a little pretty cool? So uh, let's uh, fire this bad boy up, um, I'm going to call this strain the Mat Special. You know, it's got a pretty good flavor, um, it didn't make me cough which was nice. Uh, It kind of tastes like uh, Florida Key beach water, which is uh, very interesting. I'm getting just right sent back to the memory of when I was scuba diving in the Florida Keys, and I just kept on getting the fucking water in my mouth, and it tasted the exact same as this weed that went through the launching machine, uh, which is quite an interesting connection, I will say. Um, I will say, as a warning, I do not condone uh, this action to anyone, I don't recommend anyone uh, smoking, you know, weed out of the laundry machines, I don't want people to start doing that, this does not need to be the new trend, I'm not trying to be anything here, this just happened to me, and I thought it'd be a cool thing to share with you guys, and also see if you can smoke weed out of the laundry machine, uh, if you run it through it accidentally, because what stoner hasn't forgotten an eighth in his pocket before? But, uh, I'm not currently dying right now, and I, you know, I'll keep you guys posted throughout the episode, but, yeah, I took one hit of it, and, uh, it was not that bad. I'm gonna be honest, it was good. I'd give it a solid, like, 7 out of 10, um, and I'm sure the high will be pretty nice. Honestly, if I was elected president, probably the, like, fifth thing I would do, like, David number five would be resign from office
1: yeah what would you do in the 5 days before
0: that um, free all the homies and then uh, probably like absolve myself of like any taxes or any like debt uh, and then I try to figure out all the country secrets uh, like who really killed JFK what really is an area fifty one, 51 um, who like just shit like that yeah just the, um, the answers yeah and then, um, just any, like, secret, like, maybe cult or shit. Like, uh, is, is the Illuminati real? Like, are there lizard people? i try to get that. Um, I'd want to visit space. i would probably be day four. Uh, yeah. And then, after seeing space and just the ends of the earth and all that, I'd be like, you know what? Uh, this was fun, but, uh, I think I'm gonna retire and just, uh, enjoy that, you know? Ten thousand dollars the government gives every fucking president a month. Yeah, just get that live pension. off that pension plan, and uh, I'd be so ready for everyone just to call me Mr. President. For can you do that if you resign? As did yeah. Nixon still get called Mr. President no, after the whole? No. I probably just got called Nixie.
1: <laughs>
0: or a crook. <laughs> but uh, today's fun fact of the day is neuroplasticity. To segment over. Um, If you want to become smart enough to be voted for president, uh, you have to know about neuroplasticity. So neuroplasticity uh, comes from two words, neuro and plasticity. Neuro means the nervous system, which is uh, the body system that contains the brain, the spinal cord, and also the nerves that are all over your body. And then plasticity just means moldable. Uh, The term was created by an Italian psychiatrist named Ernesto Lugaro in 1906 so this is actually a pretty old term that's uh, been used and thrown around in like psychology and like biology a lot
1: nice.
0: uh, but basically neuroplasticity describes how the brain enhances throughout one's life and how humans can adapt learn and recover throughout their life and just how the brain does that itself too uh, neuroplasticity has was de- was demonstrated in a famous experiment called Pavlov's dog experiment, which kind of it really just perfectly pictures how neuroplasticity works, because the science behind it is as you do an activity or as stimulus happens to the body, it creates a new neural passageway through your brain that like reacts synapses and stuff, and as it happens and it repeats over and over again the connections get stronger and stronger and your body reacts to these stimuli like the same so like in Pavlov's dog experiment what he would do was he would feed his dogs food and ring a bell at the same time yeah and then over time he could get his dogs to salivate by just ringing by ringing dog. a bell and yeah. actually my uh, psychology uh, my psychology teacher in high school demonstrated this experiment in his class with me a water gun. He uh, put me right in front of class. And he told me to put on this trash bag with like a hole in it, and uh, cause we were learning about you know the Pavlov's dog experiment. And mm-hmm. he was like, uh, I can demonstrate it with the with a kid. And I was like, This is bullshit. You can't teach me shit about this. You can't train me in a day with a fucking. And he was like, Please, Luke, step up from the class. So I sit down. And what he does is, all right, Luke, I will be reading you a list of words. And then he just has this squirt gun literally just, like, ten inches away from my face. (laughs) And he just goes, like, apple, dairy, ball squirts me in the face. (laughs) 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 Movies, television, ball squirts me in the face. I just keep on getting it. And then eventually he just keeps on repeating it. And then it would just be like, ball 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 and then he'd stop squirting me in the face but i'd still fucking flinch to ball and then at one point i did get cocky a little bit and he said ball and tried to squirm me and i dodged it and everyone was like oh because it got onto his computer and then, and then he was like fuck now i gotta aim <laughs> he's squirming through it nice so uh, i was that's a, pretty funny yeah i was a rat i was a rowdy dog to train more of that story uh but anyway, every single time that you learn, you're basically activating neuroplasticity. So every activity, every habit, just anything, any stimuli. Uh, students use study habits like flash, cor- like flashcards, like stuff like that. Can not play with the. Then while we're talking saying sorry. This ain't a serial ASMR show. <laughs> sorry, my bad. That's on the other Spotify channel. Uh, but anyway students use study habits like flashcards in order to improve and build neural pathways uh, that's actually a really good activity to do that's what my dad used to do with me in order to get me to learn and shit and then I just learned to just put the flashcards on my forearms and you can just look down you just cheat boom instant learning right there exactly uh, but one of one kind of like uh Okay, catchphrase that they like to use for neuroplasticity is an old dog can always learn new tricks. Like, I'm sure you see it with your own dog, Ace. Yeah. He learns a lot of new tricks, right? You can
1: learn you can learn tricks like a dog. hmm
0: <laughs> Yeah. Because I see a like water gun. No, yeah. <laughs> a water gun and a stimuli. That's all you need. Neuro- but uh, neuroplasticity happens every day, regardless of age or health. So you could be uh, Fat-ass couch potato and still have neuroplasticity happening in your brain. Or you could be the most active, like, Iron Man running guy ever. You could be a fucking superhero.
1: It doesn't and, go away.
0: Yeah, everyone develops. Everyone builds character. You can't stop it. Uh, your brain will always make new connections in order to increase performance slash health. Uh, but neuroplasticity, it isn't all just about cognitive Shit, and like how you live your life it also affects physical ability too like the entire concept of muscle memory is basically neuroplasticity like athletes train and practice the same moves Mm -hmm. over and over again so that when they actually need to do it and perform it they can do it fucking fast as possible
1: they do it on instinct Mm
0: -hmm. like UFC fighters, that's all what fighting is is just practicing the same moves over and over again in the same situations until you actually need to use it in a fight
1: yeah, and that's already in your brain
0: Mm-hmm. and then same with like musicians and shit too. Like, when I played trombone in high school and middle school, like my dad was very uh, adamant about me uh, practicing the muscle memory because it's the notes is you have to put it in the exact same position every time because the length of how the trombone is affects the sound of the note. Mm-hmm. So like a B is like seven inches away every single time. If you want a B sharp, you gotta do like six and a half. Like, you gotta, you gotta know where that placement is in just mid-air.
1: That's actually crazy. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. It's tricky, dude. Uh, that's why I'm really good with talking with my hands. Because <laughs> I was just playing an instrument. <laughs> we also it's like, all the, it's all the same neuroplasticity, you know, synapses and shit. Uh, so what are some ways that you can increase and improve neuroplasticity, you must be asking? Uh, there are certain factors that... In- that influence how well like your brain will be affecting uh, its neuroplasticity and like, how well it can learn a new activity. And a lot of those factors include uh, stress. That's a big one that uh, reduces neuroplasticity. So what you want to do is try to avoid or at least just manage your stress in your own day-to-day, and then you'll be able to learn more and more activities. And ways to reduce stress, uh, you can sleep or meditate, and uh, that way your brain will be able to focus on it and, uh, like, homeostasis. Homeostasis. Yeah, so, like, get like, you know, eight hours of sleep, or whatever, like, sleep you need. Everyone's kind of different.
1: Everyone. I know. Some people are, like, ten hours, twelve hours, six hours, five hours.
0: Yeah, for me, if I have a productive day, I just need an even amount of hours of sleep. Like, I've ran a 40 mile on four hours of sleep before. But if I've slept seven hours of Like in a day, I gotta be like cocked out for the entire day.
1: For about eight hours.
0: Eight hours is good, cause it's even. (laughs) Something to do with like the REM cycles, I think. (laughs) Just how my how I am. But then also you can meditate, you know, just kind of focus your mind. However, what you want to do it. Whether like some people like praying, some people just like putting on like chakra music and like just like send crisscross applesauce and just humming for like an hour and a half. Some people just like getting super baked and just laying in their backyard and by those people I mean me and uh, if you just do that like once or twice a day you know just kind of be mindful of like how you're feeling and like what's going on in your life you know think of new ways to like approach your own problems and stuff like that just be open to yourself get to know yourself too I think that's also what meditating is also for That's what I use it for.
1: It's just mindfulness and focus.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, another way to improve neuroplasticity is exercise. Uh, the two best types of exercises is aerobic exercise or high intensity workouts. Uh, kind of gets the blood pumping, you know, puts the whole kind of body system into overdrive. You've been doing that with Big Mike recently.
1: Yeah, uh, man.
0: How are those going for you? Do you, Not feel, fun. Do you feel smarter?
1: I don't really feel smarter, I feel sore, more sore, (laughs) sore.
0: What type of like, what are you doing?
1: Um, military press, benching, dumbbells, like inclined dumbbells, Okay. squatting, calf raises, just high intensity, high BPM.
0: Do you like, do you feel like exercise and uh, like, like, yeah, it makes you sore, but do you feel kind of refreshed afterwards?
1: yeah I feel really refreshed I mean the mind's refreshed the body ain't mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's true that's how it is
0: but you know mind, body, and soul you gotta work on all of them yeah. at the same time and they all influence each other in different ways
1: you do you
0: know when your body's hurting your mind's working in overtime and when you're
1: just gotta eat, sleep yeah. be happy
0: pretty much and then Drink water yeah, uh, because they've also done research that exercising I and, mean, like, the amino acids releases BDNF, which is brain-derived nootrophic factor, which increases synapse connection and overall, like, brain cell activity. And a big old noggin up there. And then uh, the third strategy you can use is ketosis, which is using fat as a fuel source, and it reduces brain... Uh, brain... And- like inflammation but that also kind of means that you're just starving yourself for a little yeah. bit in order to kick in the ketosis so Jeez. definitely uh, you know tread like, tread wisely with that one
1: yeah that's like
0: well <laughs> like hey Gandhi did it you're just and that dude. was one smart ass motherfucker he freed India without firing fast one to be gun fast smart and then there's also a DHA which is a supplement that's found in fish oil or a uh, curcumin which or curcumin not curcumin curcumin are you coming? no
1: you're coming.
0: Uh, cumin actually does not help neuroplasticity that's uh, cat. not no it actually dopamine overload uh, makes you addicted to it and then you're just only doing that one cycle and it's just like not, nah, you know just constant curcumin but Recruiting if you a eat curcumin it is an anti-inflammatory vegetable and also I think tastes good uh, it's like orange. It's found in, like, the rainforest. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, one of those plants that make you smarter. But that is the fun fact of the day. So, if you wanted to learn the biology of learning, that was basically it.
1: Hell
0: yeah. Fuck yeah. And uh, stay tuned for the debate where we're gonna continue on the topic of brain activity. But it is the left brain versus the right brain. Which one's better? Uh... Just think of it as kind of like the gang war from West Side Story. Uh, Just no singing.
1: Yes, there's going to be singing.
0: There might be some singing. Maybe some freestyling. Alright, so I'm with all of the roommates. uh, Chavusti, D, Mike, Brian, Cam. And uh, we're all here for a very big debate that needs lots of opinions and lots of inputs on it. It is left brain versus right brain. and We're not talking about which side you would you rather receive a blowjob on We're talking about the left hemisphere of your brain and the right hemisphere of the the brain a lot of people have different ways of thinking different ways of uh, receiving knowledge and uh, talking about and processing thoughts and some people are like left hand dominant and some people are right hand dominant It's just the same thing with the brain and how it works so i'll tell you like the left side of the brain and the right side the brain what parts they ta- uh they control the left brain is associated with logic sequencing linear thinking mathematics facts and basically thinking in words while the right brain is more imagination based Holistic thinking, intuition, arts, rhythm, nonverbal cues, feelings, vis- visualizations, and daydreaming. So visualizations? Visualizations, mm-hmm. yes. So like, how you, like your mind's eye, I guess, is in the right side of your brain.
1: Halluci- Hallucinizations if you're that guy.
0: Yes, if you're that type of dude. Which, said, maybe yeah, he's probably right
1: brain. To be honest, if someone's schizophrenic they're definitely right brain. Oh yeah, I
0: think schizophrenics are. There's no
1: logic involved. here but... mm-hmm.
0: Well, sometimes if you're a paranoid schizophrenic, that's a lot of in wrong logic, but it's still like I'd say paranoid schizophrenics are more. left you say that like that's
1: pretty common? Like, do you think people get paranoid when they get schizophrenic?
0: I think so. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think there's like the crazy people that just don't? <laughs> there's like yo, I'm seeing things. I'm God now.
0: Maybe I think I think paranoid schizophrenics can't accept the fact that they're crazy and then like delusional schizophrenics are like yeah maybe a little crazy but let's fucking run with it <laughs> 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 Like the Joker perfect example he knows he's crazy but he just fucking runs with it Confidence is key man Exactly but then there's like I don't know like it, like some movies like uh I don't know, what's a. Oh, like Striker's Island, or not Striker's Island. The one where it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and they find, and like he slowly figures out that he is the crazy person.
1: Is that before or after he slept in an elk?
0: I think it was before. Because right. he slept in an elk and won the Oscar, right? Yeah. Yeah, this was way before. This okay. was like early Leo. But what yeah, do you think you guys are? Like, <laughs> thinking about. Are you more left brain dominant or right brain dominant? I think I'm more right brain dominant, personally. I'm a very creative and artistic person. I always got the A's in, like, art and English. I always got the C's and the B's and math and awesome English. But that was because I didn't try. Or Spanish, too. Spanish. I did not try in Spanish. No, i How are you guys?
2: Someone else go first. I have a thing. I would definitely
1: <laughs> say that... I'm more right brain oriented too, I mean, just with like being in design and then also with freestyling, you know, you kind of have to be pretty right brain dominant to be freestyling because you have to imagine it, you have to be creative and yeah.
0: Would you say when you're freestyling, do you see the words in your head or do you like picture like an image and then you're describing that image?
1: I would say I picture a scenario and then, like, what goes into that scenario, like, what stands out from it, and mm-hmm. then i go from there. A lot of visualization. Yeah. No, sure. You're a visual
0: thinker, though. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's, I'd cl- classify that as more right-brain. How about you, Mike? How do you think? I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to say I'm on the left side, just because with the, like, logic and, like, math base. Like, when I take in, like, information, Mm. you know, I kind of need to see it be done, and once I know how to do it, then it's, like, clear, but sometimes it can just be hard to be like, oh, you know, problem-solving, like, critical thinking, maybe not my strongest point, but it's there, but I'd probably say I'm left-sided. Left-sided. So nice, nice,
3: nice. I'd say, I started off right-sided. I loved building shit when I was a kid, building shit, drawing, Um, however as I grew up, I'd say I definitely became more left-sided because I don't know. It's not really being much of a perfectionist, but I just, I love thinking shit over and I think shit over a million times before I actually do it. But then also it comes down to, I'm not like a hundred percent left-sided as well. If anything, I'd be like, I'm definitely in the middle, mm. but uh, I could tap in more to my left side, to yeah. my right, because with uh, freestyling or just like I'm um, coming up with yeah. shit, right in the moment that's not really my best strong suit Mm.
0: i'd say yeah i'm with that too i'm not totally one-sided well yeah i think everyone is a little bit of both you know we we, we all do have a left side and a right side of our brains and it's learning how to balance that yeah Uh, that's the part of growing up and also that's also part of human development i'd say as a kid you know a lot of us starts either on one side of the coin or the other where there's like the super artsy crazy kids who are hyperactive or the super you know studious kids who kind of like got the system or like all right this is the rules of the game that i got to play that is life and i'm just going to be the best at these rules and then there's kids that are like why the fuck do we have rules fuck the rules and then as they grow up you know you become more mixed up a person and you slowly develop the other skills that you lack and learning what skills you lack and what to work on in the other hemisphere of your brain, I think that's kind of part of growing up. Absolutely,
3: mm. I'd say like it's very subjective, and uh, a lot of people really do fall into that neutral zone. However, it's just like how uh, everybody's different, and everybody can tap into, like you said, like a different percentage of you know their right versus their left. So, you know, mm-hmm. like how I stated, obviously, and uh, how Jacob stated, there's a lot more people that are you know more creative than others, yeah. and there's a lot of people that are way more logical than others. Mm-hmm wonder. you know, you can always just tap into the status quo or the general background. Uh, yeah, I, I
2: I would say that I'm definitely more of a left-brain dominant. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a very analytical person when it comes to a lot of aspects of my life. And I also find myself having to challenge myself creatively. Creativity. 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 I'm tripping on words. You but said it fancy, it's okay. I said it with cursive, but uh, I. Uh, See, that's your right brain activating right there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I, I find myself having to challenge myself uh, to use that aspect of
0: my brain. So you think you started left as a kid and you're trying to make, you're trying to learn more right now?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say necessarily learn, it's more so just like to experience both sides. I, don't know.
0: And I have noticed that you've like picked up the ukulele. Recently, yeah. like that's a that's a new art form, right? Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? It's
2: fun. I, I it's the first time I've ever really played an instrument. Uh, I played the cello in fourth grade for a year because it was required at my school, but I never yeah. learned how to play. I would just mimic the person next to me. And ah, that that's guy very left it. brain yeah. way of
0: doing it, right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like, the, this isn't just music or, like, I'm not creating notes. I'm just practicing whatever the fuck the guy next yeah, to me is pretty doing. Pretty much. That's pretty what you much. thought of it as.
2: Yeah, and then, like, growing up, like, I did mess around with a lot of Legos, but that was, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't the type of guy that would build my own thing with Legos. I was the type of guy that would be strictly building, like, what the kit was meant to be oh. built like, and I would follow the instructions, mm. like, very, to the dot. Yeah, exactly. That's me. a really good example. Yeah, so, like, that's how I kind of, like, I guess, classified myself. Because I knew, like, I would still experiment with, like, right brain activities mm-hmm. growing up. But I was much more, like, I had, like, a left brain perspective on them. Yeah. Would I you just say have, that meditation
1: yeah. is doing anything for, like, when you can tap into your left first right?
2: Well, so, like, the whole point, and, like, not the whole point, but, like, one of, like, the end goals of meditation is actually, like, brain like getting in, like your brain perfectly in sync with each other. Mm. Yeah, opening themselves. all those
0: pathways between yeah, both let's, sides.
2: Uh, I forgot the name, like what it's called. It's just like, yeah, like forming like a union in your brain. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it helps. It does help. It, yeah. it helps as- like bring out aspects of your brain that you wouldn't necessarily gravitate to naturally, mm. which is definitely really cool
0: yeah that's funny when I was a kid like my Legos were all just in one bin and they were all just like yeah, mashed same. in together same and yeah like at first I would like when I first got the Lego set I'd build it like how it was supposed to be but then eventually it'd break because I had a little sister who would always break my shit and then I never would want to follow the rules again I'd be like yo I'll just make my own shit yeah. so I created so many like I would create cities i create buildings i create little even like f- mini figures and just like random pieces and stuff yeah. Like, I, like, had customizable was, ones and I shit. i not like that.
1: What about you, Deontay? Brand new thing
4: more. If we have to have two sides, I'm 99% left. I, there's no, like, creativity at all. Like, in a way. Like, freestyling? Hell no. I, I, can't, I can't do that shit. It's busted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> school, like, like you know you, you had to title your essays? I fucking did it, like, two minutes before I had to turn it title shit or in our class they gave us clay and they're all like make whatever you want I was the last person to turn it in like give me something that I know what I have to do like, I could never just like figure shit out like, gotcha. but like multiplication
0: tables that was your shit right
4: I mean oh yeah, yeah. I, I dusted kids in those okay. I was always top three like finishing like yes one or one times one times two times three like everything in a line yeah, out, I would always I be
0: the last one like in the multiplication and that's because I was the last one because I would look at everyone else's to make sure I had the right answers because yeah. I had look at my
3: desk and cheat
1: I just got put on Adderall in like fifth grade, and then just like, <laughs> I was fucking acing everybody. <laughs> dude, I was like, hot. dude, I went into like algebra in like elementary school because of the Adderall. <laughs> yeah, that's like the that's kind
0: of like the opposite way of meditation to like open the both sides of those brains. It's like yeah, just taking th- certain drugs, definitely. I'd say, kind of mind melts yeah.
1: Adderall definitely hit when you're a kid and then like you kind of get used to it. <laughs> you, yeah, you're just okay. like, yeah. but what if you're a kid, bro? You're like, holy fuck. <laughs> 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 like you're doing what college kids do at parties just like in your classroom. Yeah. <laughs> at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> or, yeah. Like from a little paper cup that the clinic did. You lunch yet.
2: It's okay to take these pills. Here's a sticker and everything is alright. Adderall made... Well, I, I was on five ants first, which is like kind of the same shit. But yeah. it really made my left side, of my brain go wild. When I started taking five ants, I turned into like, th- like this gross perfectionist. Like uh, that's what happened. It bro. was it was disgusting. Like I w- it, like, if I got like a ninety nine on a test, I'd be pissed for not getting a hundred on the test. Fuck. Yeah, uh, I that's also perfectionist. yeah I also lost like f- fucking. 25 pounds in like so two months. I, was, I went through football, like freshman football, never playing football before in my life. Uh, and also started taking Adderall at the same time. So uh, my body wasn't used to like the conditioning required. Mixed that with like just a lower calorie intake than I normally would have had anyway. And I just shed all of my my meat.
0: But you were fat beforehand. so No,
2: I grew up skinny. I grew okay. up, like I've been a lanky kid my entire life. And uh, it just turned me into, like, skin and bone. I got fat when I stopped playing sports. Ah. You used to that weight training. And yeah, you exactly. You're used to, like, I don't know, burning, like, just, like, a passive forty thousand dollars Yeah, you're like,
1: for, like, a year. And
2: then, yeah. yeah. And then you're just done. You I remember when, when I was
1: nuts. taking Adderall in high school, bro, and, like, chairs weren't pushed in after class, I would be, like, fuck this chair, bro. I, like, shoved the chair in. And <laughs> <laughs> would be, like, what the fuck? You know, like, I would literally just get so mad at, like, in like perfect things. Yeah, dude. It like fucked me up. That's why I stopped taking it because I was just getting so mad at everything. Because it was yeah. perfectionist too. Yeah, it's what happens with Adderall.
0: So, who do you think? As I said, this is kind of a weird, not, it's kind of a bad question to ask, but, because it's like, I don't really believe in it. But, who do you think is more successful? Left brain people or right brain people? I don't think you can Neither. either. I don't, I don't think you can. Yeah, it's, it's can't can't that even. Even. So, here, That's, actually, yeah. if we can
2: like break this down because I actually read a study about this. So, a lot of CEOs are right brand and like that's just the way it is. But they'll need like their second man to be like their yeah. analytical side, yeah. and like those are the companies that actually have like the most success. It's
3: a perfect balance. Yeah, that that's like
1: how it is in my work. Like the owner of the entire like linked equipment, he came up with the idea. He went to Mexico, literally lived in Mexico, got workers, came up with this idea. Found this old dude that was just like, "Hey, like you need to be in charge of like all this shit. We're gonna be getting paid roughly the same, and like you're just gonna be in charge because like I know you can do it. And then that's our fucking manager, and he's just been with them forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: with most successful things, there's the idea person, and then there's like the functional like uh, I like the the idea, and then the exercise, like the actual like application person. Yeah. Like yeah. how are we actually gonna? no definitely they it's work, like, it's like Steve Jobs and that game. other guy did that even fucking like it's the Beatles game have game. that type of stuff with like Paul and John and then you know even like the founding fathers like you got some of them were more a little eccentric like Jefferson and Hamilton and then there's some that were like yo dude we still have to fight these motherfuckers in Washington yeah and Franklin you know, they're like, we actually still have to fucking do this. <laughs> I think that's where, like, the saying opposites attract,
1: though, because I feel like left brain and right brain just go super well together, mm-hmm. you know, just in general.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's it's so cool how, like, just even types of people, like, they, like, just complete and compensate each other. Yeah. yin and yang, perfect balance. Or are you about mm-hmm. to say, Brian? No, 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 no. That was another tangent. Okay, so then... Here, let's do let's do this. Let's go with each one. Left brain, right brain. What are some pros and cons of each kind of like, like like if we go all the way like a super left brain person. Like some pros of them. Obviously, they're gonna be great at math. Like they're gonna be very logistical. Like I organized. Yeah, kind of organized. Well, at least that's for my
3: diversion. kind of split when I was growing up because I will. You say I'm a uh, left brain person, but I fucking suck at that math. But that's also just because I didn't put the effort into. Um, being the best at math. You know, it would be annoying because um, whenever I talked to this tutor and um, mm-hmm. she'd help me with my algebra, she'd be like, You have an extremely like, analytical mind. Like, you have a math mind. Yeah. However, like, like, why don't you get this shit?
0: <laughs> why do you want to do it? <laughs> it's like, Why is there a mix numbers? Well, yeah,
2: that's the thing, though. Like, just because you have, like, an analytical mind doesn't mean that you necessarily can deal with. Or like have a high threshold to deal with like frustration. I think it's like yep. a problem with a lot of ADHD kids. Is like even if you can be like a super math smart type of person, like if you have that emotional instability that ADHD
0: causes, yeah.
2: then you're not gonna have a high tolerance for frustration, which is mm-hmm. gonna discourage you from wanting to do hard things like problem solving. Yeah. And stuff and that's like a
0: that. that's a really good con for uh like a left brained person is once they get frustrated. They aren't creative enough to overcome that frustration, so then they're just like, fuck this. And then they don't want to do it anymore. They're unmotivated. While like a right-brained person, they're more easygoing, more chill, and they're more open to newer ideas, which they're able to overcome that frustration that they first see. So always 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 always. If they're not <laughs>
4: distracted. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Smash Bros. Golly. <laughs> It's like with growing plants. Like <laughs> I have a
3: plan. I have all that shit written down. I have it down to the T. However, every week there's something that I didn't plan for. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating as fuck. And you know, sometimes you're like, oh man, maybe maybe I should like, you know, cut these plants or some shit like that. But that's when you like you have to yeah, you you have, you have, you have, have to, be creative. to be, you have to be able to roll with the punches I'm like mm-hmm. I buy this you know do this
0: that's different yeah and that's the one thing i've noticed is when you're trying to balance the both is when you're harnessing like one side and you get to a point where you're stumped with it that's the time to flip the coin because usually the other side you pick you look at through the other perspective uh, you can kind of find that you can eat you can find the solution a lot easier uh, if you just kind of flip the side of the coin it's Mm -hmm. like playing a video game if uh you get to a level where you're stumped and like you just get frustrated and then you're just like, fuck, I need to sleep on this or like just get away and then like do some other stuff. And then you come back a little bit of a different person or a different mindset. And then you can solve that portion of the video game a whole lot easier. I remember
1: for first time ever in my life, I was getting graded in school for like creativity and like, you know, perfection. Mm -hmm. And It was the first time ever because, like, in the category, I actually noticed, like, difference in my grades. And it was always, like, my creativity, my idea, everything was on spot. It was usually, like, a 10 out of 10. And then where, like, the precision, the accuracy, the neatness, all that was always at, like, a 7 or an 8. And there was always that slight difference. But what was really cool about the school is that you can kind of get taught how to, like, make the two work. And one of the ways we did that was the sky space. Mm -hmm. At Arizona State, There's this cool architectural piece that is a giant square and it's hollow on the inside with seating and then there's this giant LED light that's over you and that actually is mimicking the colors of the Arizona sky and the artist basically wanted to get all those colors and put it into one piece and that's where we made the sky space and so um, we had to draft that out but we weren't allowed to use our ruler or anything like that no tape measures and we had to just do it with our hands and our feet and we just had to like try and get the most accurate blueprint, and like I always thought that was really cool because this is just like everyone has a different size foot, everything has like that. It's just more testing how can you, how well can you do proportions, how well can you like make this work, how well can you get it as accurate as possible without giving information, and that's where it kind of clicked with me. I was like, yo, this is definitely possible to like mm-hmm. kind of balance the two of them. It was a really cool project, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is really cool, because you're supposed to like, do these like measurements and stuff, this left-brain things, but you can't use any new, like, number yeah. system. You have, to, you have to absorb and look at it in the ways of your feet and your, and your hands, yeah. visually. Like, that's a lot of right brain.
1: That's the one cool thing about design school, is that it definitely teaches you just how to activate different parts of your brain, for sure. That's really cool that's the whole thing like getting a designer's eye and like some people it's kind of like having like whether or not you're tone deaf with singing and stuff like that it's where being able to pick up on like creativity in the
0: environment Mm -hmm. there's a lot of activities where it makes you need to balance the two like even just like doing this podcast and stuff like I could I could be right brain all day just creating uh, different ideas different gimmicks or different things that I'd want to do with the podcast but then I still like gotta go and I still gotta like come up with statistics about things I want to talk about for fun fact of the day or I got to write down things I want to say for the debate or I even then got to look at the system and record things and work with the technology and that's a lot of left bringing hassle just like the logistics of making an episode and then publishing it and it's not like hard or anything but it's definitely like it's not creatively stimulating I'm doing the same process over and over again. But just doing it over and over again and getting better at it and perfecting it, it's balancing the two, you know. And uh, I'd say that's definitely the third side of the coin between the right brain and the left brain is not just focusing on them like separately and getting better, get, getting them better separately, but doing activities that engages both of them and uh, it also, you know, makes it more interesting. I think if you're doing it all simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Any Any last words or anything on left brain, right brain? Ooh, the way the mind works. How yeah. to balance it all. Mm-hmm. I think we covered it. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you, boys. It was fun. It was thank good time. You,
4: Luke. Word.
0: All right. Well, have Have a good night, y'all. Stay high.